Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigma Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having another great day today. It's such an awesome time to be alive in Christ. Don't you love everything Yahweh's doing? I don't know about you, I, I just can't seem to get enough of him. When everything else fails and everything else goes astray and nothing you like in life seems to be working for you, I know that he is all that he said he is. Just a glimpse of his glory and majesty tells me he is who he is. You know, there's a lot of Christian music. I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't like most of it has no revelation and no substance. And But I remember hearing this song and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like this song. <laughs> I don't even know how it really goes because I barely paid attention to it and who the author is and God bless his soul for doing it. But it says something in the song like, you know, Yahweh, even if you don't do this or you don't do that, uh, you know, I'll still seek you. I'll still trust you or something to that degree. And I was thinking about that this morning that, you know what, no matter what life spins at you or what comes your way, um, you know what, and sometimes it will not work out to your benefit and will not work out the way you want it to. And I know we have this idea as Christians that it's supposed to all work out the way we believe that God told us. And I can't tell you how many times in my life things did not work out the way I foreseen God telling me. Even in my blueprint, even in my scroll, what I thought it said. And, and um, these things are just natural mistakes of us having an illusion of what God's saying. And, and he has a deeper picture to it and not knocking what God's saying or your faith to believe in what God's saying. Because your scroll of your testimony is so important. That's what I'm going to be talking a little bit about today. Um, but you know what? He's still faithful. I guess that's really what I wanted to say. Because you might miss it. I might miss it. The world might miss it but he's faithful. The whole world could be falling around you, but he's faithful. I think of uh, Stephen, full of faith, the Bible talks about it. And, um, you know, he was uh, one of the servants helping feed the poor and clothe the hungry, clothe the hungry, <laughs> clothe the poor and feed the hungry. And um, <clears throat> you know what though? But he had so much power of the Holy Ghost on him. People getting healed all around him. And so they took him out and stoned him. And clearly his whole world was falling apart around him. And here he is thinking, I'm doing good. I'm doing righteousness. I'm serving my fellow man. You would think people would rejoice with you serving your fellow man, but it doesn't always work like that. Um, only the heavens rejoice with you serving your fellow man on the regular. Uh, a lot of times people don't. But he was uh, serving Yahweh and, and serving his fellow man and honoring Yahweh, honoring Yeshua, giving Yeshua the Christ, Jesus, all the praise and glory. And in faith, moving by the Holy Spirit, healing people, delivering people. But, you know, they, they, they killed him. They tricked him to kill him and destroy him and to stone him. And I think about that moment that um, I used to love this song, uh, A Stone's Throw Away. It was really about that. You know, uh, they were stoning um, Stephen. Of course, you know, when, the, when you hear the song, A Stone's Throw Away, which is an older song, which I don't even think they played anymore. It sounds so beautiful, but the dude's getting killed. I mean, a stone's throw away sounds awesome and incredible, and it did at the time it came out, but guess what? He's getting killed that he may see his Christ face to face. And it said that the, basically Yeshua was on the balcony of heaven looking at him while he's being stoned and receiving him to himself. And I'm guaranteed at that moment the sheer glory and the glee of the glory of the Lord that he saw and the face of his Savior awaiting him 
superseded being stoned, uh, his ministry failing, all the people that he did good for not appreciating it. Why? Because he was face to face with Yeshua. Somebody need to hear that. That, that I, this podcast are so much becoming like my conferences and my services because I'll start with one point and Yahweh will lead to touch to prick the heart of something that's deep down in somebody. And so, um, because that's really what I wasn't teaching on, but Yahweh's just bringing that before me because. You know what? You may be stoned while you're doing well. You may have people come against you while you're doing well, whether it's the religious religious sector or the world or whatever. <clears throat> but we go up into a seated position with Christ and we walk and rule and reign by faith. But don't be deceived and think you'll never feel the pain or never feel the warfare around you. Even a wise general knows the suffering and the pain of the warfare. Uh, so therefore, that's an unrealistic thought pattern. But the truth of the matter is we do go in heavenly places and we enter into his rest and we send forth the word of Yahweh, the angelic host of God. We send forth the very word of God that's on our scroll that's written before us that's echoing through eternity to accomplish the will and the mind of God in the earth concerning us. And it begins to do the work. And see, that's as we grow and develop. We don't really feel all that stuff as much, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. It's not wartime for us. But no one ever told Lucifer, so uh, don't get me trying to mess with your doctrine because it isn't warfare and it's not wartime. I'm not in war. I don't fight devils no more. But at the same time, he don't know that. And if you start walking in your soulless realm at all or you feel stuff in your soulless realm, you could start feeling the soulless realm warfare. And uh, you just got to go right back up in that ascended position with Christ. And I make it sound easier than it is. But you know what? The truth of the matter is just like Stephen's song, A Stone Throw Away. It's really a death of way. <laughs> it's just a death away, a death of your emotions, a death of your feelings, a death of your will, a death of your ideas, a death of uh, what you thought it was going to come out to. Uh, the true depth, depth uh, of it causes the true depth of it. And uh, so let me read this from Revelations 12, 10, 11, seeing that God's really tying all this in now. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. I love it when they say that, the power of his Christ. Woo! It just resonates me when I see Yeshua as this conquering king, because that's really what he is. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accuses them before God both day and night. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives even unto death. Romans 12, 10 and 11. You know, while I was thinking about that scripture, when I was reading it earlier, I was like, Yahweh, you know, I think sometimes it's easier to lay down our life. If, if someone had told us to deny Christ or die, I, I think majority of us they say, hey, put, take the bullet. But when I think of when you say that they laid down their lives even unto death, when Yahweh says, well, let me give a death to your will. Let me give a death to this purpose. Let me give a death to this promise. It, it can mess you up. It, it can make you wonder. I think of, oh, no, you, you say God won't do that. But if you remember Abraham and his promise was Isaac, but the Lord took him all the way to the altar with Isaac, all the way to the point of raising the sword. Therefore, in his mind, his heart, his emotions, his will, he had to be willing to sacrifice and kill and die anything that he wanted that he may go to the other side of the purpose that God has to him. His own son had to go to actual physical, emotional, and even spiritual death. It says on a cross that he cried out, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? That was the first 
first time that he was away from his father, it had to be the miserable death, more death than the physical or the soul, was that what he felt in the spirit. But he had to be willing to lay it down, but therefore overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony, the scroll of testimony written about you, not just the words you speak, but the frequency of your testimony coming out. And of course, he being Yeshua the Christ, uh, uh, killed death by laying down his life. He actually killed death and destruction and give life and gives freedom. Well, my time's already out. I'll see you tomorrow for more Coffee and the Cosmos.